My name is Brian Pillman Jr. and you are watching the Four Corners. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Four Corners. It is I, the very nice, very evil, very Burthausen, with you coming live all the way from Florida. Today is a very special episode because I've banished both Mike and Fonz to the Shadow Realm so that we can exclusively talk today about Monday Night Raw. And that is yeah. where I oh, am. No, crap. We're not stuff like this. And Albert, we're not doing that. We're not talking about oh, I, I, Raw. I said this multiple times. I'm not talking about Raw on the show. Oh, now, man. We scheduled program. Maybe one day when we're both not around. Well, although, I will say for tonight's Raw, it's said to be a statement show. That's great. And this is and the statement is do not watch it. This is fine. No. You know what the statement is? What is the statement? Review and preview in four corners. Yes. <laughs> Acknowledge me. So here we are with episode 40. This is Fonz Falco, right. Mike DeSanto, and Albert Donor, aka Bert Housen. Yes, Brian, we escaped. I don't know how we I, I, a good old dose <laughs> of summer. I don't know how they escaped. <laughs> we have no idea. The shadow realm. I have magical powers as well. Albert Donner, who's here. Yeah, am I, am I the only one that doesn't have magical powers? No, you don't. Yes. Sorry. Hello, gentlemen. Good SummerSlam. Have a great show. Yeah, SummerSlam was was very good. I very I, I acknowledge that it was very good. <laughs> See what I did there. Uh, hi, guys. What's up? Just eating supper. Oh, supper. Well, Are you having a SummerSlam? <laughs> As is the title of the episode. Uh, SummerSlam. Shout out to Mike for the excellent show sheet with the title names. He comes up I with I like them. puns. Yeah, he's good at them. He's good. He's good. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Hosts a review and preview and Big Levin, and they're going to be taking a little bit of a break. They're going to come back very soon, though. Tom, so Tom who is not in Bethany Beach, Delaware, inside joke. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sure everybody else doesn't get the inside joke. Sorry, you've got to be part of review and preview to okay. understand. Yes, for the uh, for the next couple of weeks, Four Corners will be your only review and preview content going live mm-hmm. with Hitting for the Cycle returning on the 18th of August, Review and Preview returning on the 31st. And Big Blue Avenue, it's football season, everybody. Comes back on September 8th. Let's go, Giants! I was gonna uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's Bill's Mafia season. <laughs> yeah, until you play Kansas City. Put protect the hood. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe this time you'll have 12 seconds. Uh, Maybe you can win then. As long as it's not 14 seconds with Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Don't speak their name. Oh. <laughs> What are we going to talk about on their show? Well, obviously, SummerSlam happened. Good show. Yes. We'll talk about that match by match. Got a golden swap that happened, so we got to talk about that. And then AEW has Battle of the Belt, so we're going to talk about that also, too. It's a, not a pay-per-view, but they do special episodes. But, you know, since there's not a lot of other things going on, I figured let's talk about it because there'll be some other potential matches. Because guess what? Uh, we, we, we could also that. talk about Ric Flair's last match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. To, uh, Mike didn't put that on the show. Should I guess we probably will talk about that after SummerSlam. I guess, yeah, we probably should talk a little bit about yeah. it. I guess. <laughs> considering there were a couple of notable names in the front row. Ooh. 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 <laughs> yeah. 
Steve, the thing is, is that you guys are going to surprise me with this because I haven't heard who it was. Yeah. I didn't watch it and I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch it either. I looked it up afterwards. It just, I'm and... sorry. It, watching a 70 plus year old man wrestle does um, not intrigue me. According to Gentle, they were breezing through the pay per view. Yeah, because they were going to give Rick and them like a ton of time. Yeah, yeah well, 30 minutes would be just from Ric Flair's entrance alone. That's what it is. Yeah, because no, yeah, he can't walk to the ring. We are going to have to talk about a little bit of it, Brian. So don't worry. I never got enough. We're we're gonna, we're gonna give it the highlight reel. We were talking at the end about a July fantasy book challenge. Throw someone saying. through a t- Jeratron? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, was, I had a rugby tournament last week, and I wasn't sure I was going to be here Monday. Yes. But guess what? I came here. I came. I saw. I conquered. Mike gave me a challenge, and I came home late <laughs> last night. I had work, and I just got it through. So the advanced booking challenge. Did you win? Uh, so we went two, uh, two, one, and yeah, two and one. Sorry. I don't know. I thought we had a, We actually had a tie, and then we that lost. We lost in PKs because we, we tied oh. after overtime. And it was a tournament, so they're like, all right, we'll just do penalty kicks. And um, so two and one. Did you get to kick? I did. Do you want me to kick? I've never. I'm gonna. Be, I'm gonna be honest, Fonz. I never. I don't think I've ever seen you play. Yeah, well, I don't. I care. don't think I ever went. You ever went to a wow? Well, I might have gone to one. I might have gone to one like sophomore year. Wow, mm-hmm. I was. I, I was, was writing. I was out for the year that year too with the broken uh, eye socket. Yeah, oh, so. that was the that was the year you broke. That was the year I was out. Yeah, back to the first game. So for those that don't know, Fonz and I went to college together. Yes, yes, that's right. At the the St. Bonaventure University. Yeah, the St. Bonaventure Bonnie. So talk about this. First up, Golden Swap. Now we know what Golden Swap is. Everybody, I think you all know this by now. It's when a free TV title change happens, whether it's on Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0. Not for long, it's gonna be black and gold. Yes, when when things change <laughs> hand on not. A premium live event. Yes. Uh, by the uh, by the way, uh, future. This is part where uh, talk about behind the show. Um. By the way, idea for ten count wrestlers that Triple H is going to bring back because yes. now we're, this is behind the oh scenes. oh we'll get to that because oh. that excited me a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying because that that inspired me to think. I saw one of them and I'm like, oh, there's a whole bunch of others that he's going to want to bring. I know back. in particular. Mm-hmm. I think there's one that I think not wrestling, but I think backstage stuff. That I think he'll definitely bring. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So we had Dynamite, <coughs> oh, yeah, Impact, him. whatever Golden Swap happened to. Yeah, I think Mike knows what I'm talking about. I know. So, I think I know what you're talking about. Hook. Hook wins the FTW title. Is it a, I think it's now officially sanctioned by the AEW. Yeah, I think so. I think so, right? So mm-hmm. uh, Hook wins the FTW title. Defeated Ricky Starks at last week's Fight for the Fall. And it wasn't a pay-per-view. It was their weekly shows every couple weeks to do a special episode. So Ricky, more, more like every week now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep <laughs> like every single time too. Tony, Con- Tony Con just loves special episodes. That's what it Guys, is. Guys, I have an announcement. Shut <laughs> up, Tony. <laughs> so, but I don't know how long his reign was really long, by the yeah. way. Yeah. 178 days as FTW champion. Yeah, we can make jokes about how it's not legitimate or whatever, but I give Starks credit. He made the title really good for that year, plus long reign. And this is Hook's mm-hmm. first title in AEW. Now, were you guys necessarily shocked that this was hook's first title like was the ftw because like it makes sense because it's nice but like i i don't like it but it doesn't yeah. surprise me i don't mind yeah. it. i definitely is gonna hold multiple titles in the company like don't get me wrong mm-hmm. it's just, I didn't ex- it was a, this was the last title. i expect him to maybe eventually hold on to it because it is his dad's belt or whatever like yeah. as a like memento or whatever i didn't think it'd be his first title no That's- i thought the tnt would be his first I thought mm. the TNT, but then after seeing the tag, I thought they would give him and him Dan Housen a run for like a couple of weeks. I thought so. And then maybe yeah. FTW, but this was a little bit, a little bit of a shocker to me. But I don't, I don't hate it because I like Hook a lot. Like I'm, I'm getting into Hook. No, like, but do my question is this: Does this lead to an eventual Hook heel turn on Dan Housen 
and therefore Taz turning on Starks and we get Taz, uh, his, his dad managing him. Hmm. I, I feel like that's that's a line that's going to happen probably, right? I think his dad's going to be... While a, holding the title. That's I feel I like that's that where it's going to definitely is somewhere in the mix. That's definitely going to happen. I will say this, though. I love Starks' promo after that after that match, too. That and then Hobbs would turn on him, right? It was more powerhouse yeah. Hobbs. Hmm. He tur- so Starks officially is a face now. I, I will say that promo really... Is, I mean, is it kind of face? I mean, because Hobbs turned no, on... No, no. I, I mean, he's a tweener, but yeah. like... I like the promo a lot. I, I like I like it too, except like a full baby face Ricky Starks. I it isn't believable to me. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not. It's not. I I, I want. But see if he's like a I'm out for myself kind of anti hero type of thing, yeah, that makes saying. sense. I I I got into it right away with the with the with that promo. I was like, all right, I'm invested in this now. And then when I saw Hobbs turn, I'm like, yep, here we go. We're gonna get full heel. I could have talked to Ricky Starks. You, you could have done that. Too. I was al- I, I was alone at a terminal with him for over an hour, and I didn't know it. What if they did Starks turned on Hobbs and made Hobbs the face? That would be more believable for me. Because I was expecting that to happen, to be honest. Because Hobbs feels like he can be a, excuse me if you disagree with this, Bert, a very Keith Lee type baby face. I would, I would, I would think so. You know what I mean? Uh, I, 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 I get what you're kind of you're saying, it, Bert, but I can see super, what you're a, super athletic. Because he's really athletic. He really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Large. I was just curious about if I was thinking about because I the promo that would make more sense. To I was, me. Hobbs promo, being the face would make more sense to me. Are they gonna they're gonna do a program with Starks and Hobbs now? Probably right. Hundred percent. Probably. 100%. Yeah. Probably won't be that long. And then so what's who's hooks next? Because this segment is more about hook. Who's hooks next opponent? Gonna be like they're gonna want to defend this title more and more. The FTW title. Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Daniel Garcia would be a good one too. That Wheel of Yuta. Hmm. For both belts. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could do that. This, I mean, there's a lot of different options. He'll definitely defend it. We'll get him. He'll go to battle of the belts. That could be the next option too. Hmm. I'm thinking you should do that as before we get before we get there preemptively. I think you, it should be defended there. But anyway, yeah. Uh, do, you think he's gonna have a long reign though? Yeah, yeah. I don't think, think it's gonna be as long as Starks' reign, but it may push 200. I think, and I think there'll be, a, I think there'll be a lot more defenses of the belt. I mean, Starks mm-hmm. had a lot of defenses with the belts too. I feel like, right, right, like, I'm... yeah. I mean, I think he did, but Starks was it was it was in a weird spot when he was champion in that yeah. a there wasn't really a full rematch storyline because Cage left shortly after that. Brian Cage mm-hmm. when he won it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just looking at like oh, because New yeah. Japan does this thing where like they count how many defenses they've had. I don't think they do that for AEW. I, I don't I'm, think so. I think they just do the record. But because um, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked WWE and them don't do they don't count like the defenses. I feel like that would add more legitimacy to the title, right? Being like oh, like well, they can't do that if they're not going to have the IC title get defended more than like once a year. That's but, true. Yeah, like because I know New Japan, it's like it was like Nakamura was champion, but he defended it like six times or something, or like there's some champions that don't never that had zero. Nakamura. Nakazawa. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my one reference for show. Maybe another. No, one. no. There's going to be another one. There's I know it. There's a little later. Uh, we'll get the chance. So I guess there's it is one. official championship. Oh, I see this on AEW's Wikipedia. The AEW mm-hmm. World Trials Championship. Does that get announced? Oh, Nargo champions to be crowned all out. Is that so? Is that official? Yeah, they, yeah, they're doing a trios. Oh, ooh, what's? I wonder what the bracket's going to be though. Too. There's too many. To, wow. When's all out? Oh, all outs in September. One, two, three, four, five. 
six, seven, eight championships. Technically nine if you count two world champions right now because the interim and the lineal champion. They're starting to push it for think, me. I think you think 10 might be a little bit too much. It's like, what, what can they do after that? For them. For them, it is. Yeah, I, WWE, I kind of get because they have three brands that are all yeah. kind of distinctive brands, more if, or less. What if they did uh, t- uh, two separate shows like Dynamite and Rampage, where we've been talking about? Probably- I really think they should. Well, I mean, I know they're still building their roster, but up to like that level. But I really think at some point soon they should, like maybe yeah. in the new year. Yeah, because then what? Say like Rampage has the World Championship, uh, the World the World Women's Championship. And then maybe on like the other show on on, Dine, on Rampage, yeah. What do you do like the tag belt, and then the Atlantic Championship, and then like at the TNT or something? You know what I mean? Like how are you going to divide? Yeah. It? I mean like planning the show within the show. We should do a YouTube video where we all where we draft thing for like the new year. Yeah, cool. yeah, perfect. Boom. <laughs> Look at that. This is a sh- that's another segment of the show within the show. <laughs> yes. um, so Hook is eleven and zero right now, and September fourth is uh, all out too. So, but back yeah. to so. Hook will probably definitely be in the in the match card for it too, so we'll see about that. So that's it with gold. So I guess we'll talk about AEW's battle for the belts. It's number three, by the way, guys. Battle of the belts three. So every year, I guess apparently they do a thing. It's basically what every wrestling here pay-per-view should be. It's clash of champions. Just defend every belt must be defended at some point. Maybe uh, who knows? Will it be defended? We have no idea. So right now we only have. One. I don't know because battle for the belts two only had three matches. Hmm. Oh yeah, because it's not a pay per view. And Battle of the Belts one they had th- also had three matches yeah. too. Oh, also, yeah. Battle for the Belts two was in April. Hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, wait a minute. We just had <laughs> Battle of the Belts one was on was in January. Oh yeah, it's all happening this year. Woo-hoo! Hold on, they've already announced four. When's four? Don't tell me they already announced four. They did already. Oh, they haven't announced when four is, but they know there's going to be a. Four. It's a it's a special one hour <laughs> event. It's in October. Maybe they're probably doing it every quarter of the year. Probably. January, April, now. Yeah, so it's probably in like November. Yeah, it's the four corners. Woohoo! Just about that set. Disappointed. Yeah, all right. So we have one. We'll talk about other potential matches, but there's the only yeah. one that's announced right now. It's the first non AEW championship defended. Oh, no, it's the second one because the World Championship was uh, at Bell of Bells, too, actually. Excuse me. Pardon mm-hmm. me. The World Championship, Claudio, <clears throat> I'm not going to try to pronounce it again. Cesaro. Castagnoli. 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 Bonds, you're Italian. You're Ita- I was going to say, you're Italian. I'm so tired right now. Castagnoli versus <laughs> Konosuke Takashida. There you go. Got it. I was going to say, that go. should be the name you have more trouble, honestly. I don't know how I got that one. I got that one. Uh, it was like Bert whenever he had the talk about Because you're well-versed in Japan, folks. <laughs> yeah, true. I did go to Japan. <laughs> Me and Albert did. Uh, so about Takash- Takashida. I was invited. Takashida, you're invited next time. Uh, I'm not that <laughs> as much. I know he made some appearances at AEW this past yeah. year. Uh, he's part of it's part of DDT Pro Wrestling, right in Japan. So he's this yeah. younger wrestler. Um, I think it's again, it's more with the Forbidden Door. I guess you kind of have more of the Japanese promotion into yeah. AEW. Which I like, and I like, and I'm not. I don't know that much, honestly. I don't know that much about him, but I mean, if you're gonna him in in uh, Cesaro, I'm gonna kill. I mean, my head, I'm still gonna call him. Cesaro. Just say it's Cesaro. Everybody yeah, knows. Yeah, everyone knows him. <laughs> But like, I, listen, if you, match, if you have a match with Cesaro, it's probably going to be really good, right? So, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. assuming he's going to retain here. I'm assuming. I'm, I'm assuming. If it was a more well-known name, no one can tell in New Japan, then I would say yes. Or someone from New Japan, I would make the argument. But I guess it's a way to get other promotions in Japan on the card too, because it's not just New Japan; mm-hmm. it's other places too, like DDT yeah. Pro Wrestling too. So I ask you guys, like, what other championships will be defended? Like, mm-hmm. 
Have they announced? I, even, I don't even remember. No, they, they haven't announced any other shows, like matches remind, as of now. Okay, but, remind me. Who's TNT champion now? It Warlow. is uh, Wardlow. Wardlow? Okay. I feel like he, that they're going to put his first yeah. defense here. Plus, yeah. this, this Battle of the Belts is only going to be an hour. Yeah, so it's probably so, going to be... So say max three championship matches, right? Yeah, so yeah. one's already done. So I'm gonna so I'll go through all the the championships champions right now and see will they have a match. So the world championship, would do you think John Moxley would potentially have a match? Do you think no. one? No, I don't, I don't think they would do that too. No, uh, the world champ, women's world championship. Yes, Ronda Rosa. Mm-hmm. They might. They, I think they would do that. What about the All Atlantic Championship with with Pac? They should. I but they won't. They, they, should, they, <laughs> they should. Because it's a newer belt, be a good way to put it on they the yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. So Chris Ross says Wardlow. So we're going to pencil in Wardlow. That would be our if we had to predict here. Yeah. Wardlow penciling is a number two. Uh, I would say more the TBS Championship. Over, yeah, that's over, what I was thinking. Over, they could do that in the All Atlantic in the middle of Wardlow and uh, Cesaro's match. If they do, maybe they'll add a fourth. Maybe I don't. know. What about the tag team championships? How would that? Be? I don't. I don't know. I personally, I haven't been able to see much of AEW as of late. But I don't think they have a story yet. Yeah, I don't think I'm not. I don't think so either. So I don't know what else they would. They, I don't think they would add them to. And then obviously the World Trios Championship has not been announced yet too. Unless you just want to like throw them on the card and be like, yeah, you guys are going to lose to FTR. <sighs> they wouldn't. Do, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. Do, they just had the hype for Swerve and Our Glory to be tag champions. They're going to have a little bit of a run with it too. Uh, I F- mean, look sure. what happened when Keith won. The North American and NXT championships. That's they dumb. made him relinquish one, or yeah. he chose to do that himself. Well, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> two different companies, two different companies. My guess is close. I know that, but He's still, do this. So, if I mean, if we are, I personally, I would think it'd be a TNT championship um, and the TBS championship are the two that I would add on there for two and max on three. Mm-hmm. A fourth, they should should do the All Atlantic Championship. They should do that. Okay. So, in a fantasy world in which those are the three matches you add, yeah, who does Wardlow face? You don't do Scorpio Sky again, right? Because you already no, have you, Please, the love of God, someone other than that's my stipulation on this. None, <laughs> neither of you can say Scorpio Sky or Sammy. I'm gonna look at the <laughs> I'm looking at the uh Malachi, yes, you good match. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm gonna veto that for. Because I um, want Malachi going for all all Atlantic against Pac. Ooh, oh, what about Miro? Yes, you could do Miro. Miro yes. against Wardlow will be a hoss battle. Oh, Brian Cage actually. If you saying Brian, Brian Cage coming back, Wardlow, I, I mean, if if he comes back, right? Because he's he's still on the he's still on the is he still on the roster? I don't think so. I thought no, he, he left. No, he's still on the roster. He's is still he? Roster. I thought he left. No, he he signed with uh, ROH. Oh, it's oh, he's, oh, he's on, that's why he's on. Yeah. The, so you can oh if you get a factor in the male wrestlers I mean the, I'm looking at male wrestlers on AEW but you had factor in the Ring of Honor too, but Brian Cage versus Wardlow that'd be a good match. I'm looking at this mm. all these other options. You could do Hobbs. What about Andrade? He just had a barn burner of a match with Ric Flair. No, that ended with brass knuckles. No, mm. <laughs> I say no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but you know, here I'm gonna Vince McMahon this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you think you want, no. Hmm. Yeah. What about Everything Dante? Everything you think you need, no. He what? he does he does the flippy dippy stuff, no. You know, well, we don't think they'll put him in the, in one. We need guys? big meaty men slapping meat. So not Darby <laughs> Allen. No, I would I would actually I would like uh, Darby Allen. I would like Dante Martin. Yeah, that, 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 as I mean, as 
as a contrast to Wardlow because I love matches like that. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a, no, that'd be a lot of fun. What do you do? Do you do, watching do, Darby get thrown around? Do you do? Keith, ah! You do. What about like if they do an open, Wardlow does an open challenge? I feel like Wardlow can do that. Give it to me, like, like an open challenge. Honestly, ooh, I have thought. What if? What if you did a gauntlet? Ooh, they could do that too. I'm thinking of like Wardlow has like a, a open challenge. No, I got it. I got it. The ultimate opponent. Vince McMahon. Danhausen. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would laugh, but no. I don't think they would do that. MJF. Hmm. That depends not on where after. relationships stand. If, um, um. Also, not after he took that many power bombs. No. Not yeah. More, um, what if it was the All-Atlantic Championship then or something, too? Because there's a lot of... I can see... Okay, so if you want to put Malachi in that match, put MJF in the All-Atlantic match. Give a, I'm saying you have so many different... Like this, I'm looking at this roster. You have, really do have a lot of options, too. I feel like they're going to throw in that guy, um, uh, Stantum Singh, the new guy, the former mm-hmm. basketball player. Oh, the former basketball player? Yeah. yeah. Well, now how about that? What if they throw him in there against Warbow or something? They're, 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 they're pushing him right away, by the way, too. You guys have seen that, right? Like, he's been pushed right mm-hmm. away. Former... Former uh, Dallas Maverick, by the way, never actually played in the game, but drafted by them. Fifty-second overall. I'm looking that up right now. Seven-four. Never. He's the first player to get drafted in the NBA to never play college or overseas. He just went to the IMG Academy in Florida and got drafted. Hmm. Never played a never played a lick of college or pro basketball before. How was he able to do that? I thought you had to be out of school for three years. Uh, no, it's, yes. it's only Brian. One, you got to be at school for one year. I need it. It's Prep a, school I counts. Need it. It's one year after your high school graduation, your senior year. It's so not prep school. Prep school counts. It count. Yeah, that counts. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a lot of players like Lamelo Ball after high school went. He over went to New Zealand. Yeah, mm-hmm. for a year, and after his year, he went to. That's what a lot of high school players do now. They go to the minors or yeah. overseas. So that's how. And they can go to the G League now. Yeah. So if we're uh, if we're Who's... talking basketball players, Brian's got the perfect answer. Shaq. Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. I mean, Shaq, Shaq against Wardlow. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. What about Sting? No, <laughs> I don't want Sting wrestling anymore. <laughs> Sting might break if you have him jump off of another Wait, thing. Man. What about Samoa? <laughs> what about Samoa, Samoa Joe oh. versus Wardlow? <laughs> yes. I, you know what? But not now because I want that for in like a unification match. Oh yeah, true. You know we're just gonna title. We're gonna get Sammy Guevara anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Mm. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna win. And he's gonna win. And then Scorpio's guy is gonna win. <laughs> yes. Thing versus Flair wrestling. I don't even want to do that. No, it's gonna be the main event no. of WrestleMania. Brian, <laughs> bad. No. Do you want to talk about SummerSlam first or the Ric Flair match? I think we're done with the Battle of Belts. Yeah, just, I, I think let's we're. Let's hold on. Let's I, honestly, after that Flair comment, I think we might have to just talk about Ric Flair right now. Let's just okay. get Flair out of the way because. Okay. So Ric Flair, uh, there's a Wikipedia thing, by the way, and this is, I guess, this is an official pay per view thing from Jim Crockett Promotions. Ric Flair's last match, by the way. Yes. There's a wow. There's a lot of matches on here, by the way. There was a yeah. Lot. It was I a very. Card was. You want to want to read you the card? Sure, sure. Okay. Well, the pre-show matches. Uh, Mance Warner last won by last eliminating Bully Ray, and then in a in a bunkhouse battle royale. I don't. You know, yeah. whatever. Right. Move on. All right. The opening match: the Motor City Machine Guns defeated the Wolves, which is Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards. They're back together. Yeah, apparently they're back together. But they hit mm, whatever. The Killer Cross defeated Davy Boy Smith. That must have been a junior. No, no, I know who you're talking. David Hart Smith is Vince likes to call him. Yeah, sure. Davey yeah, Boy it's Smith Jr. 
Oh my god, that must have been a really good match though. When I really think about it, Smith. That must have been a really good idea. That must have. That would have been. Do you know that he was on SmackDown by the way? A couple uh, like a year or so ago, he's got yes. SmackDown, and they just yeah. let him go after. Yeah. Good for the more you know, uh, Jonathan Gresham defeated Allen Angels, uh, Takashita, and Nick Wayne via pinfall. Oh, so this was the match. Oh wait, this was the match to determine the number one contender for the Progress All oh, Progress World Championship. Different. Okay. Oh, it, this is a. Four- say, how does how does Takashita get lose and get a yeah. title match? No, but then I thought maybe maybe Gresham said no or whatever. So this is a four corners match, by the way. I think <laughs> we have a- our own match. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Okay, we need to get a copyright lawsuit going over. <laughs> we right. we just need to get the copyright pay, uh, paperwork I, going. This, I love this card, by the way. The Four Horsemen, Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson, defeated Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton and Kerry Morton. <laughs> My what? eye is twitching. <laughs> this must have been really good. Ray Phoenix defeated Bandito, Laredo Kid, and Black Taurus by pinfall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Alexander versus Jacob Fatu ended in a no contest for the Impact World Championship. That must have been really good, though. <laughs> really, if we're gonna be honest. yeah, like the Briscoes defeated the Von Erics, which is Marshall Von Erich and Ross Von Erich, and then Jordan Grace defeated Diana Perrazzo and Rachel Ellering for the to retain the Knockouts Championship. Then the last match, for and 20, then finally twenty-seven minutes. Rick Flair and Andrade El Idolo defeated Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett with Karen Jarrett by pinfall. And Mike, I will give you the floor. Three. Well, no, I was going to, before I give him the floor, I will give him three guesses as to who was in the stands from WWE. From WWE? Oh, I, yes. I saw who I think. Currently signed. Uh, they're under Legends contracts. They're under Legends contracts? Yes. Legend ambassadors like those. Yeah. Okay, it's a flare match. I think I know two. I know two of them, Bert. I don't know if there was others. The two that I I know. only I only saw three. There's who's the third? Oh, oh, wait, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Third, well, three. Okay, well, Mike guess them first, and I'll tell you who I. Who they're not. Pro- they're not producers or anything. They are not producers. No. Okay, so I was gonna I was gonna say Michael Hayes, but um, legends guess, ambassadors. Yes, they were Deals. all they were all superstars at one point. Okay, can I get a time period? Uh, time period. Was it Rick's been, time period? Uh, one of them, uh, just retired. Is Brian right? No, Brian is not right. She's under, yeah. One just retired? Yes. <laughs> What's his, is, is, does he have another position in the company? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. So it's not Hunter. No, it's not. It wasn't Paul. That would have made sense. Yeah. For Rick. Oh. Mm. One just retired. Oh, yeah. one of them. One of them is listed as an ambassador. Oh, oh isn't. Um, oh. Maybe big man, just... the big man from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Taker was there. Oh, nice. Yeah, Taker. The Undertaker. Wait, was this was at Starcast, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he so. Was, okay, he was there. I forgot he was there. Okay, so Taker. Mm-hmm. And if Taker's there, Taker's there. Uh, Michelle McCool. Yeah, yeah, okay. that, was the- that makes sense. And now the other one. That's why I said two associated with Taker. Uh, 
not necessarily, but one of his most famous matches was with was with Taker. Can I give? Can I give him? Uh, a- is Chris is Chris right? I'm gonna give him the. I was gonna uh, give- yes, Chris is right. <laughs> that makes sense. I was gonna give. That I was gonna like to guess. Listen to the Slickbacks intro. Mm. Undertaker. Oh God, they killed him. Yeah. They killed him. <laughs> killed him. <laughs> that is a that is an A plus intro, by the way. Yeah, Albert yes. did that, by the way. Um, and he doesn't listen to Undertaker. <laughs> no, that's that. Uh, I was looking at um Mick Foley's not an ambassador, by the way. I'm looking at the Wikipedia really? page. You want I want me to read the list of ambassadors from WWE that are on sure. Here. Okay, one Titus of them is Titus O'Neil. O'Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Titus O'Neil, the Undertaker. So I'm gonna go in order. Beth Phoenix, Bob Backlund, the Boogeyman, Brie Bella, Eve Torres, JBL, John Cena, Maria Menudos, Maurice, Nikki Bella, Ricky Steamboat, Sergeant Slaughter, mm-hmm. Superstar Billy Graham, Tanaka, uh Tatanka. Uh, Tatanka, Tanaka, Tanka, whatever it is. Tatsumi Tsunami. And then Tanaka O'Neill. Oh. Hmm. Also, uh, at Starcast, uh, the Garganos had a panel. Guess who uh, interrupted? Oh, I know who was there. <laughs> I read that. I did not read who was hold that. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold let me, on. Let me do something. I'm not going to say anything. Let me just do something. See if Fonz can guess. So think of the Garganos. John, Johnny and John, no way he was there. Yeah. yeah, he interrupted the panel and just sat down with them. <laughs> I need to see that video. I need to see that. <laughs> oh, that must have been great. So Rick Flair's uh, so Rick Flair's last match, boys, huh? Yeah. And by Is the way, it? Mike. By the Is way, Mike. It? It, uh, it ended with Rick Flair bleeding. Oh, uh, uh, of course. Yeah. And, I saw that. Uh, I saw. I saw the picture. The the ending of the match. Uh, Andrade slipped them a pair. of brass knuckles and he, he knocked out Jarrett. Of course he did. He can't be doing that again, Ric Flair, right? Like he can't have another match. No. That that's why it was the This last isn't match. it. I I don't believe it. But he can't. I believe it. For you know his what? health and safety, I believe you it. Know credit to Andrade and Jay Lethal by the way. It's good that they were in the match and it was a tag yeah. match release. Like credit yeah. to them for that. And Jeff Jarrett, I mean he's older too with the Double F J A Double R E Double T. Yeah, no, again, Mike. Double J. Excellent. Jeff no, Jared. but he was fine. If Jared was fine, he could still yeah. go a little bit here and there. But I no, agree. I agree with Brian. I do. I do. I agree with it. Oh, well, he's going back to it. You know what? Fun. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel the my feelings towards this is your feelings towards Punk coming back. Mm. I don't believe it. Okay. okay. I don't believe it's it, this is it. But, but you would, but, but but me with Punk, I would actually enjoy that he came back. I just didn't believe it. You're just like you just don't want. You're not going to enjoy that. Well, why would I? Okay. What? Why would I want it? No, I. That's would, my I, question. That's my. Now I'm not questioning you. I'm questioning yeah, anybody out there. Why would anyone out there want Ric Flair to keep wrestling? Not yeah. because he's not a legend and you know one of the best to ever do it, but like. Mm-hmm. Now I want it. Now if he did like an authority figure role, right. Then. Hmm. Right, just don't or, wrestle or imagine a serial role with Andrade or something because he could do right. it. May, maybe he'll kick. come back and manage Charlotte again. I mean, when she leaves, <laughs> or maybe, yeah. or he does like the, he does like the Fortune Faction. He did a TNA back in the day. Does it does it new now with like AEW or something? I don't know. Yeah, that'd be an interesting idea of who would be in it. But future, future, digress. No, I'm just saying. <clears throat> but like, yeah, if he, I don't mind him still being involved. Hmm. He's brilliant. He's like I said, he's one of the best to ever do. It. But like, dude, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, again, it's unfortunately we started saying it with the Undertaker. Like, come on. 
Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Once we hear that, like, you can't, you barely make it to the back under your own power and then have to get, like, sent to the hospital because you're so beat up and your hips are so gone. Like, yeah. And then you have to, like, have seven surgeries just to do it again next year. Yeah. Yeah. Just stop. (sighs) I think, you know what? I just realized something, too. I know we got to talk about SummerSlam, which we'll get to. Remember the segment we did a couple weeks ago of going back through old pay per views? I was reading through that card and I just pulled another random pay per view. Want to do? Want to? Do you guys want to do this before we get to SummerSlam? Sure, sure. Because I just pulled up one. We got the pay per view mood going. Yeah, we got the pay per view mood going for SummerSlam, and then we got July fancy booking because we're only halfway through the show, by the way, which is fine too. So, Vengeance. If you guys want to pull up ones, also we can too. A random pay per view throwback: Vengeance 2006. Ooh. I feel like scene has got to be on it. Oh, <laughs> that that makes an appearance in my fantasy booking. Oh, look at that too again. Vengeance 2006. Yes, yeah. because no. you got the dates wrong. No, I didn't. That that my altercation happens in 06, not 07. It was it was I think it, I thought it was 06 because 05 the the 06 poster was this was the barbecue thing by the way like the barbecue poster with Booker yeah. T and Batista and all them too because 05s was. Uh, uh, Shawn Michaels and Hogan, Icon versus our Icon, yeah. versus Icon. That's what it was called. So, try the one. Those sticks. So somebody so, mislit somebody mislabeled one of the ones I read with those seven. My bad. So, so we were. No reading, I was reading the card for Ric Flair's last match, and then we're talking other pay per So I'm like, you know, what, let me just we do this randomly. Maybe mm-hmm. every, every other show. We, I pull up a random pay per view and I'll read the card. Nine matches took place in Vengeance 2006. Ready to ready to read it through? I'm, af- I'm afraid of why you're laughing. Because I'm, laugh- I'm laughing that- at the main event and the second, the third to last match. Actually, okay. Val Venus defeated Rob Conway in a dark match. That was the first. Robert Conway. Robert, okay. just, just look at me. I don't even know the rest of his team. Randy Orton defeated Kurt Angle. That was the opener. Okay. Ooh. That was probably a really good match. Yeah. Umaga defeated Eugene. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Too. Uh, and Eugene had Jim Duggan, Doink the Clown, and Kamala in his corner. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Rollis fits well. Ric Flair defeated Mick Foley 2-0 to zero in a 2 out of 3 falls match. Who did? What? Ric Flair defeated Mick Foley. Wasn't that also an I Quit match? I don't think. No, it just says 2 out of 3 no. falls match. This one was probably match of the night. Johnny Nitro defeated Sheldon Benjamin and Carlito to win the Intercontinental Championship. Ooh, yeah. That's okay. Good. That was, I think this was. Yeah, that was probably pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Rob Van Dam defeated Edge for the WWE Championship to retain it. WWE Championship, one of a kind. Imposter Kane defeated Kane. Oh, Luke Gallows. Yeah. <laughs> Festus. John, John Cena defeated Sabu in an Extreme Rules Lumberjack match. Okay. And it, it, excuse me, is not that just battle royale? Did you want to hear who the lumberjacks were? Uh oh. I'm afraid, but yeah, go ahead. Al Snow, Balls Mahoney, Charlie Haas, Just Incredible, Lance K, Little Guido, Matt Stryker, Roadkill, Rob Conway, The Sandman, Snitsky, Stevie Richards, Trevor Murdoch, Tommy Dreamer, Val Venus, and Viscera. What was this for again? <laughs> no, there was no nothing, no stipulation. Just nothing. a lumberjack match. Just a lumberjack match. Is this bef- what month was this in? This was in, I think this this was in June, June 25th, 2006. So uh-huh. has he? I don't remember. Cena already lost. He lost it to Rob Van Dam at, at mm-hmm. the cash end. Remember, this was like a little bit after. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the main event, DX defeated the Spirit Squad in a handicap match. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. A seventeen-minute match. Mikey, Nikki. 
<laughs> Remember when they were on live television sent back to developmental? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. In a crate. Yeah, and it said return to Ohio. That was so bad. Then look at Dolph Ziggler now. So who knows? Mm. So that's a random thing that I just uh, had. I'm sorry. Uh, Anybody else have a random paper they want to just pull up? Ra- like a random one. Uh, just pick up a random. Let me one. see. Uh, Mike, give me a year. 2003. 2003. Oh, oh, oh no. It's um, 2003. Uh, we're going to go with. Uh, oh, look. Uh, 2007. Ooh. 2007. This is a random pay per view. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to find the weirdest named one. I think WWE that's... Insurrection 2003. Yes. You know what? I think I think we'll expand this eventually to other promotions, by the way, too. I think we should definitely start off the show. You know, we're going to start off the show with just random papers. You know what? Yep. So this event, this event took place on June 7th, 2003 in Newcastle, England. The attendance was about 10,000 people. Hmm. Um, it was exclusively broadcasted in the United Kingdom. Uh, the events were Jazz defeated Trish Stratus for the women's championship. Was that the, was that the opener? Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Nice. Uh, she, uh, yeah. She was retained it a pre-show the... or, or just the opening match? Uh-huh. It would be marked pre-show or not. Yeah. I'm. Let me pull up the wiki so I can see that stuff. Okay. Yeah, you better. Missed the key lines at Universal Studios. Hey, look. <laughs> I tried to get you. <laughs> I know, but I was working, and there's no way I can run into as the soon park. As, as <laughs> soon as I saw it, I was like, burr, burr. <laughs> By the way, this is, I don't even know what, looking back at a random WWE paper, we need to, we need a better name for it, too. So what's the you, Hold on, let me. All right, all right. I got, I got the, the, I got the wiki up. Um, Insurrection 2003. Yes, Insurrection 2003. Um, commentators were Jim Ross and Jerry King uh, with Al Snow as an interviewer. All right. They are. So, uh, first match was Maven defeating Christian Erickstein. Erickstein? Who? Uh, no idea. Hmm. And then the, that... These two were dark matches. Um, Then the Hurricane defeated Lance Storm. Ha! That kind of makes sense. Uh, First match on the card was Jazz with (laughs) Teddy Long defeating Trish Stratus. I forgot Teddy Long. Uh, It lasted 10 minutes, 45 seconds. Hmm. Uh, Then Christian defeated Booker T for for the Intercontinental Championship. Went 15 minutes, 12 seconds. Kane and RVD <laughs> defeated La Resistance, Rene Dupree and uh, Sylvian Greener. Granier. 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 This match was for the tag team championship. Who was champion heading into the match? Kane and RVD. Yeah, I remember this time period. That lasted about nine minutes. Wow. Gold Dust defeated Rico. Oh, Rico. That lasted about no, 10 Rico. minutes. That was the 10-minute match? Yeah, 9 wow. minutes, 53 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> the Dudley Boys, uh, Bubba, Devon, and Spike nice. defeated Christopher Nowinski. 
Rodney Mack and Teddy Long. Teddy Long? The hell is Rodney Mack? Oh, my God. I remember Rodney. It was a six-man tag match. That went nine minutes, 15 seconds. For reference, Bert, Chris Nowinski is the guy that, like, has been pushing. If you see, like, a concussion documentary Mm -hmm. or someone getting interviewed about somebody dying of CTE and stuff, like an athlete, he's the one that gets interviewed because he actually went to Harvard. Ah. And he like yeah. works with WWE now, right? Like, like he's he's a part of their like concussion protocol. Yeah. Uh the next match lasted six forty nine with special guest referee Val Venus. Uh Scott Steiner defeated Test. Oh, why was Val Venus the referee? I don't know. <laughs> and finally, our main event. Lasting 16 minutes, 33 seconds. It was a street fight for the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-mm. Triple H with Ric Flair. Of course. Of defeated Kevin Nash with Shawn Michaels. Ooh. I remember. I think Kevin. that would be the other way around given the time period, but okay. Hey, you know what? Oh, yeah. This is when Shawn was a part of the NWO. Yeah. 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 That, was oh, a, that was a weird. Okay. New member of the NWO. Thus oh, ends so... my. What the hell? <laughs> you know what, Mike? What is your random pay per view? Okay, before we move on to SummerSlam, let me get the random pay per view. Fonz, you said 2007. Yes. And I picked mm-hmm. one of my favorite pay per view names from 2007. We're doing Judgment Day. Judgment. 2007. Day. All right. We got a pre show match or a dark match, as they called them at the time. Mm-hmm. Kane defeated William Regal with Dave Taylor. I feel like that could have been a good regular match, too. Yeah, I know. Ah, this uh, one does appear in my booking. Judgment uh, Day 2007? Yes. God. Oh, boy. Um, it, it, it occurs before SummerSlam. Okay. Opening match, Ric Flair defeats Carlito by submission mm-hmm. in 15 minutes, 34 seconds. Is there a title on the line? Uh, no. Oh, wow. There is a title on the line in the next one, though. Bobby Lashley defeats ECW champion Mr. McMahon Shane McMahon and Umaga but because Bobby didn't pin Mr. McMahon he did not win the title and this was in a minute and 13 seconds so what was it what's the next match Uh, the next match is what should have been the ECW championship match that night CM Punk defeats Elijah Burke in 16 minutes, 50 seconds. That was probably a really good match. Mm, that was probably a really good match. The Pope. Yes. Randy Orton defeats Shawn Michaels by technical knockout. Legend killer. Four minutes, 32 seconds. Yeah, that's, that was prime legend. Mm. That's what it was. Yeah. The Hardys retain their world tag team championships against Caden Murdoch in 15 minutes, two seconds. That's probably a good, pretty good match. Caden K- Murdoch was an underrated tag team, I would say. Mm. Oh, R.I.P. Lance Cade. Yeah. Um, Edge defeats and retains his world heavyweight title against Baptista. I'm a Baptista. As a preview. Yes. As a preview to later. Nope. These book are going to be... Anyway. Um, I'm a Baptista. Oh. Oh. This was probably a pretty good match, but WWE don't want you to remember it. Until mm. Vontavious Porter defeats U.S. champion Chris Benoit. <laughs> that was probably a really 2 good nothing in a two out of three falls match. 
That was probably a really good match, too. Mm. And bad part. Fonz, your favorite match of the evening. The main <laughs> event. Wait a minute. Wait, John wait, wait, wait. Cena. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was this the Kali John Cena match? Yes. Retains his WWE title against the great Kali using the STFU. Mm. Oh, In eight minutes and 15 seconds. I'm and so now so- on to SummerSlam. Yeah, yes. SummerSlam. That was a segment that I'd regret doing immediately. And we'll probably <laughs> I'm so glad you gave me 07, and I'm so glad I picked that one. Next yes, you know, next week, I'm going to make you pick a New Japan I'm a Baptista. So we'll go through the matches. Not the, nothing in crazy huge details about the July Fantasy Book of John. Nothing insane. But SummerSlam overall, I will say, was a very good card. I li- yeah, I enjoyed it. I had no problem. I mean, little things, little things. Honestly, little, little things, but there's always little things. Yeah, but like I can look back on them. We'll go through the match by match, but yes. I there's no match here that like I hated that I was like. Was no, he... there's well, like there's one finish I can say I didn't like. That's it. Yeah, but like there's no. I think we agree on it. Yes. Mm. It was the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match. Um, yes. No. <laughs> no. No. That match it was too. the one I was more invested in. Fonz. Oh, Bobby Lash defeating Theory. Yeah. That, yeah, that was great. Okay. No, but like, anyway, you know, there was no match on here that I was like, Ugh, like, why? Did yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no like, I can't watch it match. Yeah, there's like all these matches. Like I was invested. Yeah. They were good. So start off with the role in the championship. Bianca Belair defeated Becky Lynch. <sighs> but that wasn't even the big story. And we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm happy Bianca retained here. It was good. Becky Lynch apparently was was wrestling with like a broken hand or like something like a broken. Yeah, no. They and they said she hurt her shoulder during the match. Like yeah. that, mm-hmm. her holding her arm like that and like not being able to use her right arm. On the yeah. handshake was yeah. like legit. She's, she's a trooper, so good for. I mean, good for her. Yeah. She's great so, I mean, uh, she's so talented. Like, yeah, no, she. Yeah, really good match. This is a good build up from last year. I guess a good like storytelling that Bianca yeah. might have like, a win. Well, rightful win against Becky Lynch and walked out of SummerSlam as the champion. So I was. See, it's a subtle. It's a subtle change between Bianca Belair and Shane McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't even the big part of it, but like overall, like this, this was a good opener, a good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think too. that was a good choice to open. But the big story was because. Bailey. What? What do you say? I said because because we had the return of not only Bailey, not only Dakota Kai, but now also Io Sky. Io Shirai. I don't. I don't. Why? We're just gonna call her Io Shirai. It's fine. Is Io yeah. Sky, was that her independent name in the Independence or outside? Of I don't the- think so. I think it was Io Shirai. That's what I'm it, gonna look it up. <laughs> they th- the guess amongst amongst reporters has been that that's one of the last decisions that Vince made. So it was. Mm. A- Bailey. Was that it was going to change her name, uh, and you know, but like I like I said to you guys, so behind the scenes, guys, we obviously everybody knows we have a group chat together where we talk about stuff. Spoilers. A, I know. <laughs> um, a, you guys can attest to how much I was freaking out when this happened. Yeah. Yes. Like in consecutive messages, but like I said in that, like at least this name change makes more sense. Yes. I don't get changing the spelling of EO. Yeah, adding the Y, but Sky at least, at least that's been a part of like her whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's her gets her gets her like gift. her music and her nickname. Right, it's like her yeah, name. isn't like isn't like isn't her music name like the entrance theme name like has Sky in it? Right, I'm pretty sure. It's yeah, genius it's like, of the Sky. If yeah, I'm not mistaken. But Io Shirai is the one she's Sky. best known for. <laughs> I got that reference, Mike. So what well, you say, Albert? That was uh, uh, Io Shirai was the name she's best known for. It's always yes, yeah, she's always been known for that too. Yeah. So Bailey, but, Shirai, Kai return together, and they're apparently a stable. Which yes. again, 
I'm all for. That's I don't so know, cool. I didn't. I don't know the history with Bailey with them too. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Why not? Right? Why not? This hey. is little crumblings of what. So I know how I'd do it. They're wow. the forgotten. Ah, mm. they have all. They all have kind of ties. Bailey, I Bailey be like, I got hurt, and you all just moved on without me. Mm-hmm. Dave, mm. like. Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, apparently the stars now. What about me? Like, I'm the role model. Blah, blah, blah. Like, mm. Io Shirai could be like, I got hurt, and you just signed a bunch of new women mm. in NXT. Yeah. And then Dakota Kai, like, you cut me. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's a good I, – I, I like this stable. It's going to be very – So, uh, what? Now that Kai is back. Yes, please, 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 please. (laughs) What? Why are you saying please? (laughs) I'm thinking Tegan Knox. Yes, (laughs) please, please. I think now with Triple H as the head of creative, like so many people are coming back. So many people are going to come back, and I, I thought Kai would be. You know, now that because there's three million extra dollars to spend (laughs) per year. Yeah, fourteen point six. Um, we can't, we um, can't yeah. confirm or deny that. But you know what? As as a reference to who I was talking about at the beginning of the show, who I would probably put at number one on that top ten list, that would be the way. Yeah, I was going to say the way. Probably they would they would definitely be on there. I had I would think I, one in I, particular. I had Kai as, as someone on there too, and the yeah. one I was thinking was Road Dog. I feel like Road Dog's going to come back. Yeah, yeah. so that's I, I figured that's who you're talking about. Yeah. I figured that's always going to that's the non non wrestler, but other wrestlers. I'd say Kai's on there. Why not? Why not? Why? Why did you get rid of him in the first place? Yeah, I don't know. This yeah. is long. It's a long. I have no idea. But hey, overall, uh, anyway, yeah. With the match, so, uh, can't complain about that. No, can, no. Can it true. finally be time? Can I get that tweet somewhere on Twitter from a certain uh, funhouse no. enthusiastic? I no, I don't, think, I don't think he's. I think I think Triple H is going to bring Wyatt back. I think. Yeah, Please. but is it going to be the fiend? I feel like it can't be. It's got to be. It's maybe they'll do something. They'll work yeah, up something. But he likes doing uh, new stuff. Maybe they'll maybe a little twist to it. I have no idea. Yeah. But let's get to the rest of SummerSlam. Yes, I know, Albert. With, with the whole Logan Paul thing, but we give credit where credit's due. Yeah. He looked, he looked really good. He did. In this match. He did. I was very he impressed. Did. With it. He did. What, what's better, too, is I got our friend Ed to watch it. That's true. He did, wa- he did watch Logan Paul, the Logan Paul match. But again, I give him credit where credit's due. Much like with Bad Bunny and Pat McAfee, they, he looked really good in this match. Yeah. Can I get one thing out of this match besides Logan Paul? What? What? Can I get no one will survive Champa back? Please. Yeah. Please. Can, I, I need Can Tommaso I get Tommaso back, back in his name? Yeah. <laughs> Can I not have any more references to um the, the... Or do I have to suffer through more hours of A Town Town? <laughs> Uh, can can I? Uh, I think I know where Fonz is going with this. Can, can I? Can I not can, have can, Maurice talk about balls? Yeah. Okay. So I know we're. I know we're. T- yeah. Just as a, just as a side note, I know we're TV fourteen now. This isn't the TV fourteen I wanted. It was funny. The Actually, first, the part um, that I wanted. It was funny fun, the first week. Fun fact. Uh, so I I I wanted to do a follow up on this. Apparently. They haven't officially gone TV 14 yet. Um, what are they waiting? Uh, it, 
seems that WWE and USA haven't reached an agreed upon date, but it also looks like it's USA that's pushing them to go TV 14. Okay. Honestly, the best time to do it might be right before Extreme Rules. Yeah. Just to ramp up for Mm -hmm. the idea of extreme rules where there's more uh, also, than one extreme rules man now please. that now that we have triple h in power can we go back to calling it armageddon please and judgment day and backlash and just no, backlash no, just no, backlash, backlash no mercy yeah anything good name new year's revolution Stomping grounds, hell! I'll bring that. Big Great bring balls that. of fire. No, like no. clash, clash in the castle. Only if that's a Miz, if that's okay. a Miz main evented pay per view, you can be Great Balls of Fire. I don't like the talent. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great PR move, <laughs> right? Right. Okay. Get to these. Let's, let's Hire go. me. Couple matches. Hire me. Fantasy booking. Uh, yeah. The United Championship. Bobby Lashley defeated Theory. Good. I good. good. Fine with it. I don't think I think Theory's good with the briefcase as it is. I didn't have a problem yeah. with this match. Again, another great match theory. I will give credit. Credit Theory's a good yeah. wrestler. He's very good. So I, I absolutely I absolutely love the pay, uh the promo they pulled last week on Raw when uh Roman Reigns was just like Daddy's not here anymore. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah I in love my that. yard now. Roman, was gonna break, Roman looked like he was gonna break character too when the crowd yeah. was checking who's your daddy. It was like I was like, oh, we're gonna. I'm like, oh, I'm like Reigns. <laughs> Reigns cracked the smile. He did. Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe, you keep it together, Joe. <laughs> Is this a baby? If we're getting face Roman now, because I don't want that. People like, no, no, he was breaking. No. He was gonna break character. No, but we, we'll we'll probably get him on Friday. Going, there's no one left. <laughs> yeah. I have a briefcase. Shut yeah. up. And then, then Brock's gonna come back for a Clash of the Castle. Yeah. There's gonna be a triple threat match between Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, and Brian Danielson. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, you get Bert. You get your triple threat later. The, the Mysterios defeated Judgment Day. Another good match too. Good. You thought you knew him. And then Edge returns. You never did. Hmm. Now I'm pretty sure I know who you are, man. Who's happy to see Edge return? Who we kind, of, kind of expected <laughs> Edge to return? Yeah, Hi. I expected this too. And it were, I mean, again, because he, him and Ray had a tag team back in the day. People forget about yeah. that. They were tagged. Yeah. By the way, a little teaser for my fancy booking challenge. That team's going to make a little bit of an appearance, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The SmackDown uh, Six, and then the oh. <laughs> well, the SmackDown Five. Uh, yeah, SmackDown Five uh, <laughs> with Dominic too again. I can't complain about this match. It was good. Again, I wish Judgment mm-hmm. Day won to build the stable a bit more. But when Edge comes back, it makes a little. I more. was gonna say, I get, I get. I yeah. think if I think if Edge wasn't gonna come back, that they would have. Yeah, but again, mm-hmm. the, another match that I can't, I can't complain about. So it was really good too. Yes, Brian, those weird vignettes were all yeah. for Edge. I was gonna yes. say that's probably was gonna be. It was probably Edge too. Uh, so much Pat Max Burton chagrin because it wasn't Wyatt. But oh, sorry, Bert. <laughs> it's okay. I'm still holding out hope that Edge is going to form a new faction with and Bray's going to be a part of it. With the okay. Mysterios. <laughs> That'd be cool. Maybe the Mysterios. Maybe. Mm. Something. Ray uh, Mysterioso. <laughs> Pat McAfee defeated Happy Corbin. Again, good. McAfee. Good, cool. good win. God damn, McAfee is money. Hmm. Like Logan Paul. They both, how the hell? Give him credit where credit's due. Can't complain about hmm. this. It was good. Right? Yeah, now yeah, all yeah. we need is Bad Bunny back. Look, can we not ever get though? The, can we not ever get just a match with those three? But what other what other people you get? Dwight Howard. 
<laughs> no, I'm saying, can we have them with more established wrestlers all the time? Yeah. I don't want a triple threat that's just the three of them. What about a fatal four with Dwight Howard? No. <laughs> Why look good in the promo? Who's going to call? Yeah. Who's going to call the match, Fonz? Who's going to be in charge of that? Michael Cole. From the Gronkowski, from, now the that he's side, retired he's from football Michael again. Uh, maybe uh, <laughs> Rob Gronkowski was a wrestler too. He, he might come back. He retired again. <laughs> Long as reigning, defending twenty-four seven <laughs> champion until he did not want to defend anymore, and he lost it. Uh, this one, because I got to talk about this, because I think it's going to happen. Oh, Usos defeated the Street Profits to retain the Undisputed Tag Team Championship. Did you guys see Montez's face after the match? I did. Yeah. I think I don't want. I don't to want it, but it's. Mm. Gonna, I think Who's turning it, heel though. Him or I think it's going to be him. Mm. He's such. He's the energizing one. No, Noah here commenting. I own the last Marlins cab, Noah. Thank you for tuning in, by the way. New member. Yeah, yeah uh, and it's it was designed, Noah. I'm a Yankees fan. He, he, <laughs> last week, he wore a Diamondbacks hat, and this week, he wears a Marlins hat. He knows all, what he's throw, doing. They're all throwback logos here. Throwback he, yeah, hat. they're the exact logos they wore. No, but Brian. When but things Brian, happen. But Brian, I just saw from the face. I just have a feeling they're going to do the breakup. And I mm. think they're going to push Montez because, God Monte. damn, Montez could be a single star. Mm. The, you mean I, the guy that touches the rafters when he does a frog splash? Yeah, yeah, literally. And he can cut promos and whatever, too. But I really no, because with this face, Mike, I think he's going to be heel. Yeah. No, but like I, it just would make Dawkins would make more sense to me being the heel. You know, I feel bad style wise. I feel bad for Dawkins, too, because like he was an NXT. Mm. For he's going to get bit. He's going to be Tucker. He was, a, worse. he was he was an NXT for a long time, by the way, too. Yeah. Like Dawkins he was with. Had, he had a lot of with. He had a lot of tag team partners, by the way, before. Yeah, was one of them Jason Jordan? Uh, I, I think he was a team with Jason Jordan before he became Jason. Before Jordan, Jordan joined Gable and became American Alpha. Yeah, no. Mm. I'm, and he was in a bunch of other ones, like other ta- – I think he did something with Elias for a little bit, too. Like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, in NXT for, like, a little bit. But nothing like mm. – they were, like, a job or tag team. Whatever. Elias Sampson. Back when they were Elias. He's been in NXT since 2012, by the way. You mean Ezekiel? No, Elrod. <laughs> oh no, he teamed with Sawyer Fulton, and but were eliminated by by Cass and Enzo in the first ever Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Madman Fulton. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh boy, that was the time, time for Monday Night Raw. No. <laughs> we're not doing that now. No, no, Edge, no, Fonz, it's okay. Edge is going to be on there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Although we are we are getting two triple threat matches to determine uh, the. Next contenders for Bobby Lashley, and we're getting a tag team title match. Yay, perfect! But uh, so, but this tag match money it was good. Yes. yes, I want the showers have one more title reign, but we who knows? I don't know who else is going to face mm-hmm. next. It'll be interesting. SmackDown Women's Championship. Mike, are you happy about this? I'm happy about the match. I'm happy about the winner. I hated the finish. Mm. Explain why? Because okay, so for those that didn't watch SummerSlam or see a clip of it. What happened at the end was is that Ronda Rousey got Liv Morgan in an arm bar on while Ronda was on her back on the mat. Mm. Ronda then applied the arm bar, like cinched the arm bar in, but rolled her shoulders down. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're getting Becky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a brace. Rolled her shoulders down so that her shoulders were flat. At the two, and the ref counted three, but at the two, just before three, Liv tapped out. 
but the ref was looking at the shoulders, so Liv technically won. Mm. It does not make Liv Morgan look like a strong champion, and I don't like that. Yeah, no, I, mm. I, I agree with you. I agree with that. But Ronda's been suspended indefinitely, so that's the way to ride her off TV, I guess. Uh, for- Becky's in sling. Yeah. Becky's going to be out for a while. And the main event before we get to our fantasy booking challenge, Roman Reigns via Brock Lesnar. The last oh, my God. Match holy. <laughs> I want Brack of Tractor, Bractor Trock. Bractor Trock. I want, yeah, I'm acknowledging Roman Reigns. Literally, I don't know who's next. I mean, this match was very good. I mean, we know who's next. It's Drew McIntyre. Well, like, <laughs> after that. Yeah, but after that, because I don't think McIntyre's going to win. Theory. No. <laughs> Theory cashes in though. I wasn't expecting Theory to cash in, but I mean, Fractor did it again. Tractor Brock. This Brock, I love this Brock. This Brock Cowboy B Ractor Rock. This. I like this again. I'm all for this Brock. Mm, that I, is a strong take by Brian. Ooh, no, <laughs> no, you can't beat the tank. You can't beat the tank. Rusev showed WrestleMania in a friggin'. If Brock showed up to WrestleMania with a tractor, maybe. No, I want Brock to show up to. To um, WrestleMania in like a dump truck. Yes, maybe, and not just like those eighteen wheeler dump trucks, the big ones that you see oh, yeah. construction zones. Oh yeah, no the the main tr- the main one you ended up using on all the Tonka games. Yeah, for for yeah. sure, hundred big tired ones. This isn't the last we're seeing a Brock though, right? He's coming. He's gonna come back. No, soon. I think he's gonna come back. I think he's out. I think he's gonna be gone for a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Survivor Series, maybe. Survivor Series may be at most the Rumble. Yeah, well, Rumble too, probably too. We'll get a huge pop of there, and I hope he keeps the, the cowboy boom, shtick, maybe. Boom, 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 boom. And that's it for Summer Can we get a country version of that song? I will say SummerSlam from top to bottom was one of the first time in a while, I think, there was not a match that I didn't like. Yeah. At WWE. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, seriously, so they did a very good I think, I, I mean. Yeah. It might be early. Strange. Yeah, it might be Triple H in charge, and suddenly everything is good. It might be honestly in the running. We we do our four corners choice awards. This might be in the running already for pay per view of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, honestly, it's a good one. No, I'm I'm, I really think so because I mean WrestleMania was good, but there was still some eh into it in my opinion. And Royal Rumble was eh also, but this might be even Money in the Bank was good too. But I might this is an early running. This isn't you got a couple of pay per views WWE. Let's see what happens. So to close Mm -hmm. the show. July Fantasy Booking Challenges. Yes, August first. We missed some timing here, but August first is now a Monday, which is which is on here. I was going to say it was a weird. Yeah. It was a weird month. It was a weird month. So, the week before the last week of the month, we challenged each other for some challenges, some rebooking, fantasy booking, whatever. Too, and nobody knows what Fonz is. And nobody knows yeah. what mine is. I got it because I wasn't sure we're going to be on the show. Mike got it to me last night, which is good. I came up with it on the spot. So hopefully it's good. Hopefully you guys like it. Um, it's going to be good. All right, we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe they're all start, good. Should I start then? I guess we'll start with mine. Sure, if you want. All right, we'll start with mine. Yeah. Then I guess obviously everyone goes with theirs. We challenge each other. Uh, my challenge. Oh, well, question: What does what does Brock face next? Though that I have no idea. Roman. You do Roman. I uh, yeah. I honestly, it seems like he's just going to keep coming back and challenging the champ. Hmm. We'll we'll see until Roman gets rid of one or both belts. So here is my fantasy booking challenge. Start with me. Mike gave me the challenge. I have to book Eddie versus Ray without Dominic. But Dominic cannot be involved. Correct? Is this no, the right one? Yes, because that was a mistake. That was a mistake. Dominic, Dominic in the custody of Dominic ladder match. If you guys know, you know. So book a feud around the same timeline. Yes. As per usual, I do bullet points. We'll see how I do. I came with on the fly. So let's go. Ready. All right. 
<laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> Check out Four Corners every Monday at 7 o'clock. That's a good sip of water. Okay. So we're going to start off here with a 2005 Royal Rumble, right? This is kind of like the same timeline. This is around, right? We say this is the same timeline. Yeah. Same numbers are drawn with Eddie coming in at number one and Ray at number eight. The same exact numbers. Nothing changes, by the way. Eddie yeah. with Ric Flair. That was funny. That whole backstage. Guerrero stole my number, all that stuff, too. Um, and also Nakazawa came at number two. So you got Eddie and Nakazawa at one and two apiece. And then Naka- Nakazawa. Wouldn't Nakazawa have been like 12? No. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so the Rumble, same thing. The whole steel hat. Like nothing. Everything's the same. Uh, the final six, actually, however, though, is Ray and Eddie, along with Edge, Cena, Batista, and Benoit. Who? I know. I just put through that name in there, too. No, you're good. So the final six, Ray and Edge team up, bring back their old days. Remember that? Underrated tag team, by the way, too. But Eddie also joins the fold because, again, he's friends with Ray and also Edge, too. And they all eliminate Benoit. So now it's the five. Oh, but Cena eliminates Edge after the three celebrate, do like a little handshake together or whatever, like a little hug, like, oh, look, remember the good old days, whatever, too. So Cena eliminates Edge, but Ray kicks Cena to set up a 619. But as Ray hits the ropes to do it, Eddie kicks him out of the ring. And then, but overall, at the end, the same thing applies. Batista wins the Royal Rumble, all that stuff, too. Just that's kind of a little, little bit of a setup, too. Little thing. Right. The following SmackDown. Eddie makes jokes, makes some jokes to Ray, but overall, there's nothing bad. They've been longtime friends, and Ray knows how Eddie is in the shtick. They just kind of joke, being like, oh, like, oh, Holmes, like, oh, like, you know, like how, you know, I'm picturing Eddie how he is with that, too. Like, yeah. like whatever. So as the weeks come by, there's no build for their, like, a WrestleMania match. They don't have WrestleMania matches. You know, Batista has one. Edge is in a Money in the Bank ladder match. Cena's in a match. All they, don't, they each don't have a match, right? But Eddie reminisces how they both killed during their WCW days together. And while they had their WrestleMania matches here and there, like Guerrero at 20 and, and even Ray for the Cruiserweight Championship, Eddie convinces Ray to do a match together, both of them, one-on-one, even though they're being best friends, whatever. Now, reminder, they don't have the tag titles in this one. I didn't give them the tag titles here. We'll get to that. Despite them being friends, they, are, they, are, they consider themselves the best in the business, and they could very well have the match of the night. And they do just that in the opener of WrestleMania 21. And guys, you remember how goddamn good that match was in the opener for 21. Yes. That's the same thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So tear the absolute house down. It's the match of the night, too. Ray ends up winning the match like in real life. And Eddie clearly isn't happy about it. But regardless, they shake hands, hug it out, and all that thing, all that fun stuff, too. So the following SmackDown, there's a tournament set up for the WWE Tag Team Championships. As Joey Mercury's injured, thus Eminem had to vacate the title. So now there's a you know, tournament. Remember no, tournament? It was a little bit. Was it was after okay. that. I just I just put that name because they were tagged. Okay. Time, so I just kind of put one of them, too. Right. So the bracket is set up with the finals being set at Judgment Day following the actual timeline of the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Eddie and Ray, Eddie convinces Ray to team up, you know, back to again to their old WCW days. They knew that, hey, if they are good in singles, single stars, they mm-hmm. can kill it as a tag team. They destroy Deuce and Domino in round one, destroy the Bashams in round two. This is early, this is early 2000 SmackDown tag team. So forgive me. And in the finals, they defeat London and Kendrick at Judgment Day. And oh, I wrote this here. And oh, man, dot, 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 dot. Can you just imagine that type of match, too? Right? right so they hold on to the titles for actually a pretty long time. And they have some notable wins against the Dudley Boys at ECW's One Night Stand. Because that was a paper that happened, by the way. Uh, the Mexicools and a returning Eminem. But in the latter two matches, they almost actually lose the titles due to Ray losing his some of his momentum and trying to get some baby, fa- baby face comebacks. 
But you can see Eddie starting to get a little bit jealous and annoyed at Ray. You kind of saw what happened to in real life, how like they kind of had the parents. I'm trying to fill it without Dominic. So this is a little bit harder without the Dominic storyline, but I think I got my best to it. So at the Great American Bash, the comeback wasn't enough. I remember this team, Mike, the Legion of Doom with Road Warrior Animal and Heidenreich. No, yeah. not the Heidenreich one. <laughs> they won the match and won the tag team titles. Ray was struggling. I was trying to make it, make the tag to Eddie, but Eddie just got up and walked away. And you heard the, the booze. Boo. Hoo, uh. mm. ah, yeah, I like you. The following SmackDown, Eddie comes to the ring and says, at one point, I was on top of the world as WWE champion, main eventing WrestleMania. And since then, I have been a lackey in the tag team division. Later in the night, Ray gets interviewed backstage to talk about what happened during the whole spiel and the breakup. But Eddie ends up attacking him, right? You know, the whole thing. Turning into jealousy and saying how the crowd loves you, Ray. And the promo basically saying, like, they love him no matter what happens. Meanwhile, I get one little slip up and everybody hates me and everything, too. Because Ray's a natural baby face. I've never. Mm. Yeah, I've. Right. Right. I kept trying to picture that. Like it was a, it was a, a, so much so, just as I know, it was a joke in a WWE game that when he turned heel. Yeah, mm. like yeah. it, like you could do that as an option in one of like the Road to WrestleManias. And it was like, yeah, there were like people were like really, but like he, but everybody. The thing is, is that the point, the whole point of that heel turn in the Road to WrestleMania was that everybody hated him and it didn't work. Yeah, that's that's it was. Yeah. But anyway, that's why Ed, that's yeah. helpful. No, that's why Eddie's yeah. Eddie's jealous because like Ray can do no wrong. I do right. one thing, I get suspended, I get released. You do lie, cheat, whatever. So, yeah, well, that's also it, too. <laughs> uh, so he attacks him for all that stuff. So leading up to SummerSlam, Ray mm-hmm. calls out Eddie and tells him to fight him like a man um, and face him at SummerSlam. Eddie refuses but says, I will ch- I will face you if you do a, a gauntlet match between some of your former opponents, right? So the gauntlet match the week before SummerSlam is as follows. First up, now this is a throwback for the WCW days, Juvenil Guerrera. Goes up first against him. Yeah. Ray beats him. Next up, Psychosis. On a tractor or not? No, this is this is it. Well, they were part of the Mexico, so I guess they probably had that thing too. No, but you can have him be WCW Psychosis. Okay, so with Psychosis, then goes up against Chavo Guerrero, beats Chavo. Last up, because they had a couple of things in WCW too, Benoit comes out. Hmm. What? Ben, I know, I know, I know. But Benoit Benoit is the middleman because he's friends with Ray. And he's also friends with Eddie. But he comes out here and says, you guys have been friends for a very long time. Hmm. Ridiculous. I'm not getting involved in this. And just walks out. And Ray wins by count out. Sets up the match between both of them. And then a little bit of stipulation here. Because there's no, I didn't do a ladder match because I don't know what the ladder match would be. So I did a four. Yes. So so I did a uh, no holds barred match right See, that works i feel like yeah, that works i feel like i could there's nothing else i could do too so get regular chain wrestling grappling all that stuff too no really weapons are involved until the midway point where eddie brings out the steel chair not the fake thing with that puts the chair on his ankle you know how that whole thing the shtick and tries to mm-hmm. do it hurts his ankle raise limping around and then you get like you know you get the kendo sticks you get some tables you get a lot of different weapon variations that you really haven't seen with both of them because, again, you see them more as chain, ar- acrobatic, high-flying wrestlers and, and whatnot, too. Now, the, now, here, Eddie brings out the steel steps, and he tries to rip off Ray's mask, like what happened later on at one point in the feud, too. Ray's bleeding a lot, profusely bleeding. Gets up for the suplex, 
Ray was able to elbow. I'm trying to demonstrate here. I don't know why I'm demonstrating. <laughs> Elbows him in the shoulder a little bit, drops him down, and drop kicks, drop kicks Eddie, and Eddie goes lays down on the steel steps. Right. Hmm. Ray goes back into the ring, goes from the rope, goes to the rope, jumps, does like the frog splash or whatever it's called, jumps over the top rope and whatever. Hits Ray, it's Eddie. Excuse me, I'm all over the place with this one. They're both on the floor for for a little bit, but again, it's no holds barred. There's no ten count. There's no whatever. Yeah. They both finally get up, throwing some punches here. They go back into the ring, and then and then in the end. Sorry, oh this okay, perfect. I lost my bullet point for a second too. In the end, Eddie tries to go for the ankle of Ray, but Ray jumps up, and as Eddie's grog in the grog position down. Ray kicks him mm. on the ropes. Ray was about to go for a, a six one nine, but then changes it up and puts a puts like the ring bell between like two ropes mm-hmm. to try to take him out too. Sacrifices his own ankle. Damn it! Does a six one nine. Ray's in a lot of pain, but Eddie's also down and out. And he's bleeding too. Does a frog splash for the pin. One two three. The babyface wins at the end of the day at SummerSlam. That's the best I can do with this feud without Dominic because it kind of wasn't Dominic. But I like this offer. I tried my best. Good job. I yeah. liked it. I liked it. Good. It made it made sense, and it without having to put Dominic on the line. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, and it, and it gave, yeah, right, and it gave it gave Ray a little bit of an edge with the weapons and stuff too. I thought. And yeah. Good storyline because it's like you know Ray can do no wrong, but Eddie like any little thing people like rip him apart for that too. So. <laughs> I thought that was the best I can go with that, too. Yes. Right. No, no, no. It was good. All right. So, Bert. We'll go Bert. Ah. Bert. We'll do Bert next, and then Mike will go sure. last. So, All Bert. Right. Okay. Book of the Booker T versus Batista things behind the scenes. <laughs> they had a little bit of a, a scrub. And they ended yes. up, you know, behind, but Albert will talk more about it in his fantasy booking challenge. So, Albert, the floor is yours. <laughs> they, had, they had a bit of a scrum, but they never got to try. <laughs> so, yes. So, I, I, uh, I was challenged by Mike to book. A feud between Batista and Booker T uh, based on the fact that they got into a scuffle during a photo shoot for SummerSlam 2006. A little bit backstory on that scuffle was um, the fact it reports kind of aren't really clear on what exactly took place. Uh, Some reports say that it was arrogance on Batista's part for saying that there was nobody um good on SmackDown's roster at the time. Um other points was because uh from Booker T's side was Batista showed absolutely no respect to anybody in the locker room and just the whole Divas court with Molina at the time mm. uh just kind of sent things over the edge. So we start in 2006 as Batista and Booker T get into a fight during the photo shoot. That's where we start. During the event, during SummerSlam, King Booker comes out for his match and tells the WWE fans what happened at the photo shoot, proclaiming that Batista is nothing more than the, the living embodiment of his moniker, The Animal. Batista just comes sprinting out towards the ring and gets himself disqualified right off the bat, seeming to prove King Booker right. 
Booker. The following SmackDown, King Booker is absolutely outraged that he was viciously attacked not once but twice on WWE's watch. So he takes it upon himself as a royal authority figure to hire some quote-unquote royal guards. Oh, no. And here comes the APA. Yes! Oh, my God. (laughs) The APA proceed to guard King Booker for the following weeks against all of Batista's uh, preceding attacks leading up to WWE No Mercy. At No Mercy, Batista tries its hand at King Booker's title, but this time it's a three-on-one handicap. It's Triple H, it's um, King Booker and the APA versus Batista. The match is seemingly one-sided as Batista is getting his ass handed to him. Finally, Batista knocks out the APA with two devastating Batista palms, but the fatigue has already set in. And King Booker picks up the win. Mm. A few weeks go by, and the animal isn't around. So King Booker enjoys a quiet reign and defends his title at uh, Cyber Sunday against John Cena and Big Show, and again at Survivor Series against Sheldon Benjamin. The SmackDown after Survivor Series, King Booker celebrating his conquest when all of a sudden you just hear and here comes Batista. He doesn't walk with anybody. <laughs> the APA get ready to defend Booker, but Batista isn't charging like he's done the last few months. Uh, instead, Batista has a microphone. No, oh, no. That's never a good thing. Batista (laughs) lays down one final challenge. A 3v3 elimination tag match at Armageddon with the title on the line, but only if Batista can pin Booker T. Okay. So if the APA pins someone or any of Batista's teammates... Uh, get the pinfall. He doesn't win the title. It has to be Batista pinning Booker Booker. T. Right. Yeah. So he lays down this, uh, just trying to find my bullet point. He lays down this challenge. Booker T, King Booker laughs and accepts saying no one will work with the animal. An animal, actually. Doesn't even say the animal. He says an animal. Wait. (laughs) Wait, I think I see where this is going. I have an idea what's Armageddon and arrives. And if it is, <laughs> Armageddon <laughs> arrives, and it's time for the main event. Oh boy. King Booker and the APA enter the win- ring and wait for Batista. Confident he hasn't found anybody. Please, please be them. Batista's music hits, uh-huh. but no Batista. King Booker starts to laugh again. But just as the break hits in his music, right when the fireworks are supposed to start, you just hear it switch and go, Evolution is a mystery! Oh my god. (laughs) And here comes Batista, Triple H, and Ric Flair. Booker T stands in shock as the bell rings. The match goes on 
and it begins to seem one-sided as the game and the Nature Boy are overwhelming the APA. Triple H eliminates JBL while Flair eliminates Ron Simmons. And finally, it's just Batista and King Booker. The two start going at it, and Booker notices something is wrong. Batista no longer resembles that animalistic quality that he's observed the last couple of months, and his attacks are more targeted. Booker holds on as long as he can, but one final Batista bomb secures the victory for Batista as Batista wins the World Heavyweight Championship. Everything plays out now as it was. Batista defends against Mr. Kennedy at Royal Rumble and goes on to lose to The Undertaker at WrestleMania 23 and subsequently drawing at that year's backlash. At Judgment Day, in Batista, see? Judgment Day. (laughs) Batista reclaims his title against Edge. Okay. And then retains... Where'd my bullet point go? (laughs) Retains at one night stand in a steel cage against Edge once more. In In the weeks leading up to Vengeance Day, Batista puts out an open challenge. After he puts out this open challenge, a series of vignettes start playing leading up to the pay-per-view. Vengeance Day comes around, and there's Batista standing in the ring, awaiting his challenger. And all of a sudden, you hear, Can you dig it, sucker? Sucker! And here comes Booker T, returning to kick Batista's ass. The two have one slobberknocker of a fight, and surprisingly... Booker T gets the victory and reclaims the World Heavyweight Championship. The following SmackDown, Booker and Batista get into another argument that leads to a last man standing match at Great American Bash. At the pay-per-view, Batista walks away with the belt once more. The following SmackDown... The two find instead of just getting into another argument, the two agree to finish it where it started at SummerSlam (laughs) in an anything goes winner takes all match where the winner walks away with not only the championship, but the crown that Booker T holds. (gasps) SummerSlam comes and the two meet in the middle of the ring. The sound of the bell fills the arena, and an all-out brawl ensues. Blow after blow, kick after kick, you can tell these guys are giving it their all. They spill out into the ring. They find some chairs. They find some kendo sticks. Someone goes through the announce table. Someone goes through another table. This is easily looking to be a five-star match. Halfway through the match, Triple H and Ric Flair come out to help Batista. But before they can get down the ramp, here comes crime time helping Booker T. (laughs) The four have their own brawl on the ramp. Booker, uh, Batista hits Booker with a Batista bomb, but Booker kicks out. Batista continues to hit Booker with these Batista bombs, but Booker finds that will to live and kicks out each time. Finally, 
Booker T reaches for that crown and he smacks Batista over the head with it and hits him with his signature scissor kick and gets the pinfall. Booker T reigns supreme and finally buries the hatchet with Batista. Now, finally, again, really good. Take a real life shoot into a fight. I don't know where crime time came involved in this, but I'm all for it. That's all fine by me. So, finally, Mike, don't run a little bit longer here. So, Mike, you're gonna do this. We got to gonna get on out of here for everybody here. Thank you everyone for checking out your checking out the show and everything too. We'll talk a little bit after that. But, Mike, your challenge here to book the end of the shield in one final triple threat match for the title. So take it away, Mike. Uh, wait, can you Uh-oh. get Mike? Mike, <laughs> My, uh-oh, uh-oh. Mike the Mike. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike's Mike. Hey. So, um, so first of all, as a preface, uh, this will involve Seth Rollins, not Seth freaking Rollins. Hmm. Thank you for the clarification. We're changing, we're changing his name back because freaking yeah. is stupid. All <laughs> right, so we're going to start at the opening of the Raw after SummerSlam 2022. Uh, Rollins comes out and begins to brag about injuring Riddle. Uh, Riddle comes out and stands on the stage, and they start jawing back and forth. Uh, Rollins says Riddle will never beat him because this is pro wrestling, not combat sports. And Riddle should head back where pure combat serves him best because Riddle is a former MMA fighter. Correct. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, we hear this. Out comes the Blackpool Combat Club. Out comes Regal, Brian, Claudio, and Yuta. And they stand next to Riddle. Regal says it's time someone brought some manners and respect to the WWE. They aren't here because they're invading or think they're elite, but because they want to fight. Starting with the man behind you. Rollins turns and Moxley hits a paradigm shift, then immediately leaves through the crowd. Without saying a word. (laughs) On the following SmackDown, the the bloodline is talking about how McIntyre barely beat Sheamus, so he has no chance against Roman. As they go on, McIntyre comes out and starts heading to the ring with his sword. But before he gets there, BCC hops over the barricades and into the ring, jumping the bloodline. In the end, they throw reins to Moxley, who hits a paradigm shift and leaves. Moving forward, Rollins is going to keep fighting Riddle, and Reigns will deal with McIntyre, as they're going to. So we'll keep them on separate shows, and uh, Combat Club is still going to continue to assault everybody on AEW as they are. At Clash at the Castle, Reigns beats McIntyre, and Rollins beats Riddle in a TLC match. Uh, The show goes off the air with Rain saying he has an offer for Rollins. Hmm. The Hmm. next night is all out in Chicago. Uh, Moxley is going to issue an open challenge for the interim AEW title in the main event. So he's waiting in the ring. And we hear... in Chicago. So, we get a surprise unification match. 
they're going to go about 30 minutes and both end up a bloody mess at the end. Both hmm. dragging each other to their feet. Punk goes for the GTS, but Moxley blocks the knee and swings it into a paradigm shift. One, two, three. Moxley is officially AEW champion. <clears throat> he begins to celebrate as Punk rolls out, but out of the crowd comes the Bloodline and Rollins. They assault Moxley, finally triple power bombing him through the announce table. <laughs> BCC comes running out, but the WWE stars run away back through the crowd. Mm, cowards. They, they stand at, they're all heels. Okay. <laughs> they stand at the top of the aisleway with the spotlight on them. Mm-hmm. William Regal grabs a mic. Ah. And, and he says, ah. Extreme Rules. Uh, War games. Yeah! <laughs> the show goes off the air. Sure enough, at Extreme Rules, we get a four-on-four War Games match between C and the Bloodline and Seth Rollins. The match is a car crash, as expected, oh, and ends with one of the Usos pinning Yuta. Uh, now they'll go back to their shows for a while, refocusing on defending their own titles, and Rollins dealing with a returning Randy Orton. Hmm. At Crown Jewel, Reigns beats Goldberg in a retirement match, and Goldberg stops wrestling forever. Well, that's is that just for me? <laughs> yes, that is just for you. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Rollins beats Orton in the opening match and sets his sights on the Royal Rumble. Triple H says that he's con- concerned with the threats from those rejects from that pissant company. And wants his boys to take care of it. So he goes to AEW live on Dynamite meets with Tony Khan in the ring and signs a contract for Survivor Series. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. It'll be the Bloodline, Rollins, and Cody Rhodes versus Blackpool Combat Club and CM Punk. The eliminations go like this. Uh, Cody and Punk eliminate each other by knocking each other out. (laughs) Jimmy pins Yuta. Brian submits Jimmy. Claudio pins Jay. Rollins pins Claudio and Roman pins Brian. The match ends in a three-way knockout of Reigns, Rollins, and Moxley. So we jump to the Royal Rumble, Mm. where we see Reigns defend and retain against Brock. Rollins enters the Rumble at 29 and quickly clears a lot of the ring. Um... He stands alone as the countdown goes as the countdown goes down. It hits zero. Here comes John Moxley. Complete with Justin Roberts coming out of the crowd and doing the intro. As it should be. Hmm. Uh, they go to war and beat the hell out of each other. Moxley clotheslines Rollins out of the ring and barely hangs on to the top rope to stay in. Moxley wins the Royal Rumble. Triple H is furious with Rollins for not winning, and Rollins says if he's really scared about losing the title at Mania, put him in the match. Hunter questions whether he deserves it, so Rollins says, let me go there. Meanwhile, Moxley and BCC celebrate the win and say they're taking over the wrestling world. They continue to win matches and dominate, but Claudio begins to say he's the best wrestler in the world and holds the most prestigious belt in the world. 
By February, BCC has had enough of him, and on the last rampage of February, they turn on him. Moxley says he's taking the ROH title at Revolution in March. Hmm. And he does. Oh, boy. Moxley pins Claudio in the main event unification match for the AEW and ROH titles at Revolution. He is now the king of AEW. But after the win, Rollins shows up and gives the stomp to Moxley. Next week on Dynamite, Moxley and Rollins face off in the main event. If Rollins wins, he joins the title match at Mania. Rollins is getting beat down and barely kicks out of the paradigm shift. Suddenly, Reigns' music hits and distracts Moxley and the ref. Rollins kicks Moxley down low and hits the stomp. He pins Moxley and joins the main event. So, finally, we have the WrestleMania 39 Night 2 main event, Reigns versus Rollins versus Moxley for the WWE Universal AEW and ROH World Championships. Versus Brian Danielson. Versus Brian <laughs> Danielson. Oh, and it's a 60-minute Iron Man match. And they're going to damn near kill each other. Oh, man. Blood. We're going to have blood and sweat everywhere. This is TV 14. That's all uh, pay-per-view should. Yes, we'll keep it close and have a lot of near falls and breakups. The guys each pair up to attack the third at least once, and Rollins and Moxley knock Heyman out of the match. The Usos attempt to interfere, but BCC fends them off and they fight into the back. At the end, the three stand toe-to-toe with each other, bleeding and exhausted. Reigns attempts a spear and misses. Rollins tries to hit a stomp, but misses. Moxley seizes the opportunity and grabs them both for a double paradigm shift, pinning Rollins as the clock hits zero. John Moxley wins. And now we move forward. Mike, that was excellent. Good job, Mike. Mike kills on all these. This show is damn near an hour and a half. (laughs) But well, thank you guys so much for checking out everything with Four Corners. Check out everything else with review and a preview. Uh, we got again, guys are taking off a couple of weeks, so this is returning dates. Um, Albert, do you want to pull up those dates again on when the shows are? Yes, coming? I we- will tell you momentarily. Oh, as I pull these stop. up. Yes. Oh, you got them already. Good. Yes, I do. Be sure to check out all the review and preview stuff. But for a while now, it will just be us going live every Monday. Hitting for the cycle will return August eighteenth. Review and preview will return on August 31st. And Big Blue Avenue returns just in time for football season on September 8th. You guys check out everything with review and preview. And if you missed the show, if you're audio listeners, check us out on Mondays Live, by the way. If you're audio listeners, we greatly appreciate it. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You know the whole deal. Mike, you got any parting words? Yes, as per usual, thank you all for watching, commenting, listening to the audio. If you're listening to the audio right now, we appreciate you all, and we do this for you all, for the fans, by the fans. Also, just you know, make sure to check us out also on our uh, on our other stuff. Bonds has a slick like kickback report. Well, check out Mike Cinco spot too. But you, 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 your plug, sorry, your plug. Thank you very. No, 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 no. I appreciate it. Yeah, check out Fonz and the Slickback Kickback Report. He does a great job, and I'm sure Bert and I will be on again. Yeah, some point. Yes, you guys have to come back. Yes, on. we will definitely be be back on. May, maybe we'll get that uh, that mock draft going. Yes, <laughs> check out Albert's YouTube channel because there is a short film on there that features Fonz with magical powers. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's a wonderful filmmaker and a genius filmmaker. He's great. So go check him out. WWE and of course, hire me. <laughs> yes, WWE hire him. Yeah. Uh, have him replace Kevin Dunn. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. 
shots fired. Um, and of course, myself, John Sawyer, Pat Hughes, Jamie Peterkin, and Trey Booker when he comes around. We are the members of Cinco Squad Thursdays at 8 p.m. Please check us out. We talk all things sports, and it's a fun time. We try to keep it fun over there as we do here. So that's Albert, got anything to wrap up before we get on out of here? Um, you know, thanks everybody for watching. We love and appreciate you. Uh, as always, Liquid Death, official, unofficial sponsor <laughs> of yes. Four Corners. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. Absolutely. Um, again, thank you guys. Appreciate Love all you guys' support. Check out everything else on Review and Preview. Check out all of our side hustles and projects. Uh, let's enjoy Raw. Well, you guys enjoy Raw. I'm yeah. going to bed. I hate everything. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Okay, fun. We yeah. actually have qualifying matches tonight. Yeah!